Yo fam. You know, I just did a meditation and a couple things keep coming up for me. The idea that one, I don't like doing the things that I know I must do, I need to do. In in a perfect world, I want to do. Most of the time, I don't want to do the things that help me feel calm, oneness, compassion, being plugged into my self. Right now, for some some of y'all, that sounds weird. What I mean by that is many, myself included, enjoys chaos or maybe the word isn't enjoys, but in uh, one of the fellowships, it talks about being addicted to excitement, addicted to fear, addicted to, to um, crisis, right? Worrying about other people, worrying about what I have to do today, um, you know, juggling. I know one thing I juggle is this fear of like, am I doing enough? Am I going to get found out? I need to do this. I need to do that. All the while trying not to do anything. It's like creating this cycle. But one thing I was thinking about is what tools, free tools are available? How often should I be doing these things to help me get connected to self or to improve or figure out what's what I got going on? And how long do I have to do it? I did a talk recently for a, for a community group, which I was, uh, I really enjoyed giving it, but there was a couple of pieces that remind me of how long it takes. So there was a um, this girl, Mel, Mel Robbins, not a girl, a lady, Mel Robbins talks about how long it takes to build friendship, right? So she, she goes on, I talked about it in the last podcast, but you know, it takes for adults like something like 90 to 150 hours with someone to build even a significant friendship of like being a good friend versus being a close friend, um, you know, we can get into how long does it take to feel like an acquaintance, you know, more than just someone that you see, but it's like 90 to 150 hours. And so I was thinking about that in comparison, in comparison to how long does it take to build a, um, a habit? You know, you hear someone, some people say, oh, if you do something every day for two weeks or 30 days or 90 days, I tend to say it's much, much longer, right? More closer to 90 days than, than 30. But, um, you know, thinking about how long do I have to do something before it becomes normal, right? Or before it becomes easy, before it becomes, I look forward to it, that kind of thing. I think of, of things like meditation, uh, going to meetings, going to support groups, trying counseling or coaching. How long do I have to do it before it stops feeling weird? Um, the tool I was thinking about is, uh, it's called insight timer. If you've never heard of it, it's a great meditation, meditation app. There are tons and tons and tons and tons of different types of meditations, resources, um, one that I do is just recently was this, it's called IFS, Internal Family Systems type of therapy that I do. And, um, and it, again, it's free. So many people, there's so many options out there. They don't know where to start, uh, costs a lot of money, etc. Well, this is free. 
Second thing is, if you're not a meditator, how long is it going to take you before you're able to meditate or look forward to meditating? Well, when you start, you almost have to, you almost have to front load the beginning. In other words, you got to do it a lot before it becomes normal. Yesterday, I meditated twice. I think today I'm going to try to do it twice. But when I do those things, I feel much more calm. I feel much more connected to self. Do I want to do it? Hells to the gnaw. Most of the time, I find out a ton of excuses not to do it, and I don't. But I feel like I'm a little bit on on a roll is not accurate, but um, I feel like I'm turning a bit of a corner in some ways about, you know, committing to doing more of this centering stuff. Um, You know, so often people call me about situations they have going on in their family, in their personal life, etc. A lot of times I'm talking to people about issues they don't even know they have. I think that's one of the most um, interesting things about this this concept of seeking, digging, personal development is most people think the problem, the problem that they are aware of is typically external. How much am I drinking? Am I using any drugs? Is my kid having any problems? What about my husband? My work life sucks. Um, you know, some sort of crisis in the family. That's, that is external motivators, right? And oftentimes people share about this when they get into therapy for the first time, like they go in for this small thing and they realize, holy crap, this is way bigger than I imagined. And often people that have started a therapy journey, they often quit because it's so daunting. It's like, I'm going to be doing this crap for five years trying to work through, you know, this, you know, long term childhood trauma, etc. But I think... Um, for those that are either on the journey or thinking about starting the journey is it's just like anything else. We just got to start. If I think about, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this for five years before anything happens. Uh, I'm just rather not going to do it. I prefer the chaos that I have now because at least I'm familiar with it. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the wife or husband who wants their partner to quit drinking and they quit drinking and become a total a-hole. Everything becomes so chaotic. Their emotions are up and down. They're, they're acting all super crazy. Um, and the person goes, dude, I'd rather you be drinking, man. At least I kind of knew what to expect. It's very similar with these, you know, personal development journeys or therapy journeys or childhood trauma, you know, trying to heal the inner child. But, uh, a couple things we have to start, uh, two, it's, it's, um, Things that we have to do solo, right? Like a meditation, that's usually a personal journey. Journaling, that's a personal journey. Reading positive literature, a personal journey. But we also have to include other people because it is guaranteed that you'll want to quit. It's guaranteed that you don't want to do it. It's guaranteed that you're going to start trying to run your stuff again. Um, and if we're not plugged into outside people, it's a lot of people um, will quit on themselves. A lot of people will let themselves slide. A lot of people go, oh, you know, it's a self-care day. You don't need to do it. Isn't that funny? Self-care, you're doing stuff for self-care. And then part of your self-care journey is, oh, maybe I don't need to do the things today. But 
Um, if you're wondering what all you should start doing, all of it. Um, and two, uh, how long is it gonna? How long do we have to do it for? A long time. But what should we focus on? Just what's in front of us. Just start. Do something consistently every day, and then add to it. And then start building a support group around you, i.e. Um, one of the best places is like, you know, some variation of a 12-step fellowship, ACA, Al-Anon, uh, if you're you know, drug addict, alcoholic, uh, AA or NA. Um, there's so many, uh, CODA, that's one thing I haven't talked about quite a bit, um, codependence for uh, codependent, um, CODA, maybe it's codependence anonymous, I don't know. But um, anyway, t- everything I've just mentioned, totally free. So uh, if you're on this journey, if you know someone on this journey, if you're considering it, um, just start. Insight Timer is a great thing to just start, and you have to do it. you got to heavily front load the beginning. You've got to make a high-level commitment. You know, meditate every day for 90 days, maybe twice a day for 90 days, journaling every day for 90 days, meetings every day, maybe, maybe not meetings every day, but um, that's a prescription for an alcoholic or drug addict, the meeting every day for 90 days. So if you're, you know, it's more of the extreme case, but, um, you know, maybe you're doing two meetings a week for six months, you know, whatever that looks like. And it does sound daunting. But remember, if you want some different results, if you're unhappy with where you're at, if your family relationships aren't operating the way you want if you're tired of the pit in your stomach, if you're tired of feeling the shame and guilt involved with, why am I doing these behaviors? We have to start. So anyway, I love you. I'm thinking about you. If you know someone that needs to hear this podcast, make sure you let them know. And as always, we'd love a a rating or a written review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, and Spotify. Holler at your boy. I love you.